everybody. This is Alan Fine, and this is a virtual roadshow. This particular uh, episode is how you can better sell the new Palaces of the Sea. Uh, with us today is John Diorio, who's the Vice President of North American Sales for Virgin Voyages. Say hi, John. Hello. And, hi, John. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's good. <laughs> Simon said. Simon didn't say. Okay. And uh, Anthony Maloro, who's the Director of Business Development Support trade and host travel partner relations for royal caribbean and i Hello, made sure anthony take, i made sure to take a deep breath so i could get that all out <laughs> that's <laughs> a, a lot of it's a big title for a little guy yeah so uh we're we got an interesting little matchup here uh this panel is about larger ships but in this case we have a, a medium and we have large ships and we also have uh, uh adults versus family and kids so I, I'm looking forward to the discussion. So let's start with uh, uh, Anthony. Can you just give us an overview, like like no one's ever heard of Royal Caribbean? <laughs> like like we are a new brand. How, what you offer? <laughs> how many ships? And and you know you know the drill. A newer brand, I know. But uh, here's what I will say: is that Royal Caribbean International is really I like to think of it as rated E for everyone. Um, we've been delivering innovation at sea for over 50 years. Uh, we, each new class of ship that we put out there is an architectural marvel, features the latest technology, guest experiences, um, for really for today's adventurous traveler. Um, we sail to over 240 destinations in 61 countries on six continents. Um, one most famously is Perfect Day at Coco Cay in the Bahamas and one of our highest rated ports of call. Um, and we're also really proud to be voted uh, over the past or for the past 20 consecutive years, uh, best cruise line overall in the Travel Weekly Reader's Choice Awards. Um, we have 26 ships in our fleet and we have two more on the way uh, in 2024. Okay. Now, I, I, I did hear you say E for everyone and I saw John grab a pen. So, <laughs> so he made a note. So, so tell us about Virgin Voyages. Well, look, I, I, I got to lean into Anthony's brilliance there and the creativity I, I so obviously i'm with virgin voyages i would say we're rated a for adults how about that that's that's where i was kind of going it. with the pen i had I to write it. that down before i forgot that. i knew it i was like that's a brilliant answer on anthony's part e for rated e I, i'm gonna go with a for adults uh well look so if you don't know who virgin voyages we are really the newest new kid on the block uh we've been sailing now uh, almost two years. It'll be two years starting in August. And I think, you know, what really separates us is that obviously we are an exclusively adult only experience. We have three ships sailing at the moment. Our fourth is coming at the end of this year. So we're really excited about that. And I think for us, it's, it's really kind of our, our approach is kind of taking that boutique hotel experience and putting it on the ocean and that's really what we set out to design we are a medium-sized ship purposely designed that way and it's and it's really about creating those kind of unique voyages uh, and those unique sailing experiences for adults you know of 18 years or older and uh you know we're we're really proud of what we've done over the past couple of years just recently winning the travel and leisure Best Cruise Line Award for 2023 is voted by the readers and a whole bunch of other awards. So it, it's been great to watch the evolution of our brand. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not 26 ships. We're four. Uh, <laughs> but we're 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 thrilled to be in this amazing industry and, and 
Uh, we're thrilled with all the travel advisors who's help, actually helped us get to where we are today. You both have great products. And so the question is, we've got uh, you know travel advisors watching this and they're trying to figure out which client goes where. So let's start with and lean into the advantages of the size. Is, is larger better in some cases? Yes. Is smaller better? Yes. So uh, Anthony, start with that, please. What, uh, talk about size. Yeah, I would say that, you know, in a word, it provides options, right? So we actually never set out to build the largest ships in the world. Um, we do listen to feedback from our guests, uh, you know, what they're asking for. Uh, they want more activities. They want more dining options and entertainment, uh, as well as bringing them to those world-class destinations. And so we take this feedback, we work it into the design of our ships. And what I will say is that, you know, for the travel advisors that are listening, your clients are gonna tell you what they're looking for in a vacation. And your job is to match that up with the product that best suits their needs. And so having these large ships really enable us to provide a variety of activities and destinations that meet your clients' needs and give them that vacation of a lifetime. Okay. And um, John, so <clears throat> mid-size. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, for us, I think when we like, as you think about how we were building this brand from day one, a lot of what we were looking for came from just years of research. What did an adult only experience need to look like? And, you know, this isn't a market that obviously caters to everybody. Uh, obviously, we're an 18 and older crowd. And so we were really content on finding that balance, right? Uh, we knew it needed to be big enough, but not too big. It couldn't be too small so that we could do the activations we wanted from entertainment and a kind of a unique dining experience. And I think from the size of our ship, so all four of our ships are identical in size. Uh, so what that allows us also to do is with that size of a medium-sized ship, we're 110,000 gross tons, that allows us to go to some very interesting ports of call that we couldn't otherwise do depending on the size of the ship. So we, we're really happy with where that sweet spot is for us as being that kind of, kind of mid-sized ship for lots of reasons. But it really started with the feedback uh, from our, our sailors and from, from travel advisors on what was kind of what would be unique in the marketplace for us? Well, I have to say that, I mean, World Caribbean absolutely has tremendous variety. It's just, there's so much, but the, but uh, Virgin Voyage is no slouch either. <clears throat> and there's variety, <clears throat> variety there as well. But right behind you, Anthony, is, is one of the hallmarks. I mean, that's not an adults only island. That is a family island. So let's talk about the differences now, the E versus the A. Anthony, please. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, Perfect Day at Coco Cay is one of our hallmark destinations, actually the highest rated destination that we have in our fleet. Um, of all of those 240 destinations that we spoke to, Perfect Day at Coco Cay is by far uh, the most uh, requested and sought after. Um, and well, yes, it, I mean, you can see the water slides back there and, and we've got our hot air balloon and there's a ton of activities for families, uh, but we are introducing Hideaway Beach, which will be an adult-only mm -hmm. option. So I, again, I, I feel like you know, with Royal Caribbean, we do offer um, those options, um, but clearly with the Virgin Voyage experience, um, that is 
catering to a uh, an adult only uh, feel. And so if you have clients that are okay with being around kids and one of the advantages of having a really large uh, ship with options is it gives you spaces for everybody. And so you can truly go to a space on board Icon of the Seas, for example, and have an adult only experience and, and kind of live within that neighborhood, if you will, um, and really kind of uh, bounce back and forth you know, whether you, we don't, we all, we love our families and our kids, John, we know this, but uh, <laughs> we don't necessarily want to spend every single minute of every day. So, you know, we give ourselves some options here. <laughs> well, that's the whole advertising campaign there. But, but I'll also say that, you know, even though your Royal Caribbean has large ships, the person that wants to find a smaller, quieter area, you have those spaces too. Uh, so that, yeah. that, that variety is there. But now, John, you have the great yes. ads with the kids saying, please don't leave us at home. Talk <laughs> about the adults only experience. You know, it, it for us, it was, if you think about as Virgin came into the marketplace, you know, look, we knew there were already great brands out there in the cruise industry, you know, Royal being the top of that list. And so we didn't want to come in to create just another cruise line, right? So we had to find some way of this being very different. And for us, it was about having that exclusively adult only experience. And it wasn't just because we said that's what we should do. It really started like the design of our ships, what research told us, like to, to come into the marketplace to do something a little different. And it's part of not so much, it, it's part of the Virgin group culture. Like if you think about Richard and the different industries he's come into, it was about how can you do something a little bit different? You think about what he did with Virgin America and, and tweaking things and doing the air a little bit different and things like that. So we kind of followed that same kind of blueprint. Uh, and what we know is that adults wanted that adult only experience. And I like to tease and say, you know, look, and, and you go on a vacation with your kids, it's a trip. When you go on when you go on a trip with just your your partner and it's just adults, that's a vacation. Uh, so, no doubt there are great spaces on Royal, right? And my kids love Coke. Okay, they want to go back tomorrow if they can. But I think what we've did on Virgin was really kind of create that unique adult only experience. And and we talk about adult only. It's not just you got to be 18 or older, obviously. But what we're finding is we're seeing a big growth in adults bringing their adult kids, that 18 to 22-year-old age group. You know, they might still be on mom and dad's payroll, but they definitely want, they've kind of, they've kind of aged out a bit of what they've done in the past. So I think Virgin kind of brings that unique experience of going with mom and dad on, on this experience. But it's also the way we've curated the experiences on the ship. It is with adults in mind uh, and not having to be able to cater to all age groups. Actually, I don't, uh, do you target any particular adult? And then I'm going to ask Anthony, do you target, who do you target? Not just families. Uh, there's yeah. more. Uh, so you know, for Virgin... Yeah, sorry, Alan. So for us, it's, you know, when we look at the the demographics of, of who's sailing and we look about the targeting when we find those those sailors that come on board, you know, that sweet spot for us, you know, is 30 to 60, right? And that doesn't mean if you're under 30 and over 60, you're not going to come on board and have an amazing time. But that, that age group is about 87% of our customers right there. And so when we think about targeting, it's not so much we're looking specifically for that age group. We th we're looking for sailors that are looking for a new experience. They're young at heart. They want to try something new. 
And, and this just works out really well for them. And so we're seeing a lot of those that want to celebrate on board, right? They're coming for 40th and 50th birthday celebrations, honeymoons. They're coming for anniversaries. It really, any reason you want to celebrate, we're really a great fit for that. But that's what we're kind of seeing from the demographic side of things. And, and Anthony, you, you, I think you got multi-gen, right? So it's a real wide uh, demographic. Tell me more about that and what you target. Well, and if I if I can go back just a moment, and I think that's what's so great about the cruise experience in general, um, because there's so many options out there. I think one thing I want to get across to our travel advisors is, you know, qualifying your client is the single most important thing you can do. Ask that question or ask questions like, you know, what are you looking for in a vacation? Your client's going to tell you all you need to know. And really, you, it's going to help you to match them up with the best option. So what you what you don't want to do, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, is just kind of pigeonhole yourself into, well, if my client says they don't want kids, then they only want this experience. But on the other hand, be open and listening to those cues because that experience on Virgin Voyages, to John's point, that vacation of sorts away from the kids and and uh, and younger uh, kids and family is exactly what that client is looking for. So for us, you know, the the target audience, yes, multi generation, but again, that means a lot of things to a lot of people. Uh, and again, just like John said, taking um, adult children uh, on a vacation with you is a completely different experience than coming on board Royal Caribbean um, within that multi gen option, I would say that we've got great grandma and grandpa all the way down to the great, great grandchild and everywhere in between. And because of the activities and amenities on board, those folks that want to be more active and go down the water slides can participate. Grandma and grandpa can spectate. Uh, <laughs> and then everybody else can meet up after or during dinner and kind of talk about the day. So it really is focusing on that customer that wants kind of all of the above, if you will. Um, and for those that truly don't want children in the picture, that's that's obviously a clear sign. Because it was so much variety on a real ship. I mean, you could set yourself up in a nice suite and not see, but, but, but the problem is the kids are still there somewhere and John's got that solution solved. So that's those right. are the two products that way. Let's <laughs> talk about what's coming up. What's new for both of you guys, 23 the rest of the year, 24. Um, let's let's start with Royal, Royal Caribbean. What, what's coming up that's new? Well, it is, it's mind numbing. I have to say after the past two and a half plus years of, uh, you know, kind of watching and waiting, um, we are ecstatic to be bringing on Icon of the Seas. That's going to happen in uh, January of 24. Right. Um, that new ship debut is going to be kind of the combination of the best of every vacation. So, Imagine every family member and every type of vacationer being able to make those memories together on their own terms and without compromise, right? Uh, new neighborhood concepts. So for those that have cruised with us before, they, they know what that neighborhood concept uh, is, uh, but we're adding Thrill Island. So they're going to have a complete, uh, think of it as perfect day on board the ship uh, with, with our water slides, uh, Surfside, which is a completely family uh, area that again could be self-contained with um, restaurants and and uh, shops right there within Surfside 
Chill Island, if you want that more quiet area to, to kind of hide away from, you can do that. And then a reimagined um, area with our Aquadome, which is features the uh, high dive water aerobics that you would normally see in the aqua theater, as well as our ice skating venue. Um, absolutely incredible. Seven night Eastern Western Caribbean year round from Miami. Uh, all of those itineraries will sail to perfect day. Uh, and then we just announced uh, really huge news. Um, the sixth Oasis class ship, uh, which is Utopia of the Seas, that's gonna debut in July of 2024. Uh, it is going to be the first ship of its kind to debut offering the ultimate three and four day weekend uh, weekday getaways from Port Canaveral. So um, a ship that is going to offer over 40 dining and entertainment venues, uh, cas two, uh, two casinos, live music all across the ship. It's really going to transform that short cruise opportunity uh, and so much so that we've seen uh, the highest booking opening in the history of three and four night cruises with Utopia. We've got guests that traditionally book really close in on this type of product are booking a year or more in advance. Uh, so those are all great news, not only for Royal Caribbean, but really for the industry in general. Um, again, all of those itineraries will call on perfect day. Uh, and then on the other side of things, as you know, with the island perfect day at Coco Cay, we do a really good job of building uh, beautiful destinations. Uh, we're going to add to that Hideaway Beach at Perfect Day. Uh, again, that's going to be an adult-only area. It's going to give us an additional capacity of over 3,000 guests that we can handle on Perfect Day. Uh, and then 2025, a little bit later on, uh, is going to be the Royal Beach Club at Paradise Island. Um, and that is going to be, think of it as the exclusive signature Royal Caribbean experiences um, at Paradise Island in our own private um, area on the beach, creating, again, that ultimate beach day. So lots going on. All right. So, and John, you said you had the fourth ship coming and then talk yeah. about what's new and the itineraries. Yeah. So I, I think about, you know, what's new with us, obviously, to just not just a few months ago in, in mid-May, we actually did launch our third ship, Resilient Lady, sailing out of Athens, Greece. So we were we were really thrilled to get that ship uh, in the water. I mean, it's it's really the third ship we've launched in, what, 18 months, uh, which is really unheard of, of, of launching ships that quickly. But obviously, we've got the three ships uh, sailing. And then we're really excited. Our fourth ship, Brilliant Lady, uh, will start sailing at the end of this year out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. So, you know, I think for us, we want to get to that fourth ship and honestly take a breather because <laughs> we weren't expecting to launch that many ships in such a compressed time. So we're, we're excited about, about uh, resilient launching and now obviously brilliant lady coming later this year. And I, and I, as I look at the itineraries, you know, we've got, we're doing some really unique things, especially over the summer, we have our Virgin voyages kind of celebration voyage. And so we, we kind of looked at, you know, 50 years of Virgin Group experience. And we've got this amazing voyage on the 27th of August uh, out of Athens, Greece. Richard Branson will be on and some of the some of the leaders from the different Virgin Group companies from around the world. So that's going to be a really great, unique experience. Uh, like I said, brilliant lady. Uh, later this year, sailing Southern Caribbean on two different itineraries. And then there's always just what else we're doing in the Met. Our third ship, Valiant Lady, 
has some great itineraries out of Barcelona with each of them with a unique overnight uh, in Ibiza. So a lot of great choices for Virgin, but we're really excited about that fourth sailing, uh, fourth ship, sorry, with, with, with Brilliant Lady. But Resilient Lady, when she is done sailing in Athens in October, she actually makes her way on a 44-night journey all the way to Australia. And so Virgin's got a great, great uh brand reputation uh, in Australia. So Resilient Lady will spend her winter down in Australia and doing a little bit of uh, kind of the short market for the Australians, a few longer itineraries getting both Australia and New Zealand. So we're really excited to, to get those itineraries launched uh, in December. That's pretty good. That's really good. Now yep. let's move on to dining experiences. And I'm going to start with you, John, because you have a lot of them but yes. then, then Anthony has two zip codes of, of restaurants. <laughs> so, so we kind of need to, I mean, I'd like to allow you the time to talk about your specialty restaurants and everything. Yeah. And Anthony, go nuts. I want to hear everything. <laughs> okay, John. I hope I can live up to it. <clears throat> no. So I, you want me to go first, Alan? I just yes, think that's yes. what you heard. So, yeah. you know, for Virgin, I think, again, one of the key things we want to do to differentiate ourselves is how do we include more in that voyage fare? So for dining, all of the dining is included when you sail with us. So we've got 20 plus eateries on board the ships, six full-blown restaurants. And those six restaurants are always included in your voyage fare. You don't have to pay to dine in any of those restaurants. And so that was purely how we designed that dining experience. It started with those six restaurants and we kind of moved out from there to give our sailors a lot of different options and not having them have to figure out what time they wanted to eat always. It also started with that dining concept that we don't have buffets on the ship as well. Everything is made fresh to order. And so you really can kind of pick and choose what you want, when you want, not have to pay extra for it when you come on board the ship. And, and so some of those unique dining experiences are Gun Bay, where they have the first Korean barbecue restaurant at sea, really more of a lively type of experience. Uh, and I think, you know, my personal favorite is Pink Agave. It's our upscale Mexican restaurant. And what, what, what I love about Pink Agave is it just actually won the... Uh, wave award for the best dining venue on any cruise ship. And so we were up against some really great uh, kind of luminaries in the, in the culinary world. And we were thrilled to, to see our travel advisor community vote for Pink Agave as the best dining venue this year. So a lot of different things throughout uh, when it comes to dining. We actually just introduced on Resilient Lady, kind of our very first kind of dinner theater type of experience, which does have a small cost to it, but it's a very unique dining and show experience where we've introduced this amazing kind of menu where that's got this Indian themed uh, infused menu. Uh, and it's just going over gangbusters on Resilient Lady at the moment. So that's really been the theme of our dining experience is how do we include everything in that voyage fair and making sure that uh, we, we really deliver a unique experience. All those six restaurants have their own executive chef. They have their own executive kitchens and it really helps, helps work well for us. Anthony, I, John couldn't follow. So you, I wanted you to, <laughs> I know. thank you for the movie. Honestly, but I mean, you just said 40 on the new ship restaurants. <laughs> Tell us, give us an English. I'm going to go get a coffee. I'll be right back. Right, right, right. No, no, no. It, it's really <laughs> simple. Right. So, Here's, here's the thing, in, in terms of food and food options, obviously all of our ships have endless food options and, and dining options. 
Um, and you're gonna hear me say that word a lot. It's all about option. And you know, one of the things that we ask our customers and our guests is, you know, what is it that you're looking for in that dining experience? And so it's really important for travel advisors to not only highlight the meals included aspect, because whether it's the main dining room, um, we have various uh, a la carte areas, grab and go options, buffet, there's tons of options that are included, but what our guests also wanted us to be able to provide, um, and they're willing to pay for these experiences, are those specialty type restaurants. And so think of it this way, where you, you anybody can go to a steakhouse on land and um, anybody can go to a, a food type restaurant on land, but you may not be willing to spend a couple of hundred dollars to try that. Whereas on board a ship, you really do have that freedom and that ability to try something very different. You may or may not be able to experience that on land, but you're able to do it on ship at a fraction of the cost, right? So really more of like a gratuity than anything else. Um, and our guests want those options to be available to them. So when we talk about Icon, yeah, over 20 different uh, dining venues, uh, food halls are extremely popular right now. And we're gonna actually have a food hall concept on board Icon. So you're gonna have options for people to be able to go grab uh, a really high quality food item that they want at any moment of the day, no matter where they are around the ship. Every neighborhood will have various themed type uh, restaurants, both complimentary and additional uh, fee. For example, we're gonna have like a, a, a food truck, if you, for lack of a better way to describe this, a food truck on, uh, on board that people will be able to go to in Central Park for Izumi, sushi and, and food of the like. So, um, I mean, I, don't, I know we, we are limited on time and, and we have, I could spend the next 20 minutes going through the different restaurants uh, where we're gonna be adding a supper club on, uh, on Icon. The restaurants that you'll see on uh, Utopia, again, more geared towards that short cruise, more of a quick grab and go. Um, and grab and go doesn't mean that the quality is, is less than. Uh, if anything, these are really elevated experiences. And um, I think the, the last point I really want to kind of drive home to our travel advisors is, again, highlighting that meals included aspect, but also sharing the fact that there are other options available, not as, oh boy, I'm going to get hit for a cost on this or that, but the fact that it's available, it's not put in your face, it's there and available. And if you say, you know what, it is worth it for me to, to try this type of a venue or this type of a meal, I may or may not do that on land. I'm going to do it on my vacation. Um, it, it's really going to bode well as you, again, continue to more deeply qualify that customer. And when they come back, you want them to come back and say, man, you nailed it. Everything that I mentioned that I wanted in a vacation, you checked off all those boxes and then some. Right. So this is just as loaded a question because you've got Virgin as an entertainment company at one 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 facet of it. And and there's so much entertainment on Royal Caribbean. You pride yourself on it. Let's talk for a minute about entertainment. 
um, uh, John, uh, you have yeah. specialty. Well, you both have theaters that are designed for special effects and things. Yeah. John, talk, talk <laughs> about your entertainment. Yeah, you know, it, it's entertainment is, you know, obviously, depending on who you are, you know, there's different things that, that our sailors are looking for and says, we took the approach for entertainment. It starts, started first with our theater, right? Our theater is one of the first that actually can be transformed to allow us to create unique entertainment experiences in on our lady ships. So that, that was kind of the, the fundamental first thing. How do we create a theater that allows us to change the style of the venue to create different types of entertainment. So it's not the consistent same same setup. And so that was the first thing we did. And then I think our, our amazing entertainment leaders said, let's go find a group of the best producers out there to help us create unique entertainment. The one core belief we had is we didn't want to just create the same type of entertainment that is out there, whether it's on sea or on land. So we've created this group that we call them the Creative Collective. There are about seven or eight different um, producers and directors from the entertainment industry. And we said to them, this is the concept of our brand. It's an adult only experience. This is the size of your theater. Create unique experiences for us on board the ships. And boy, they just ran with it. And, and we had so many amazing concepts and we still have some of them that we want to continue to introduce. And we now have this concept of introducing different seasons of entertainment every single every single year. So we're in kind of season two for us. But I think it starts with, and you said this, Alan, about Virgin having that kind of uh, entertainment in its DNA. So live music is really, really a big part of the experience when you get on board our ship, music in general. So when you move around our ships, there's almost a different soundtrack in every different venue on board our ship, depending on that design of the ship. But live music specifically is really, really key for us. And so we try to create as much live music as we can throughout the ship, whether it's a you know, five piece band or just an amazing artist playing guitar out on the dock. Uh, that's key. Scarlet Night is probably our most iconic uh, entertainment event. On every single voyage, we have what we call Scarlet Night. The ship turns red. We have this amazing uh, event up on our aquatic club where the pool is, and our entertainment team does an amazing job of just getting everybody really excited for Scarlet Night. And it kind of starts around, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock and slowly moves up to the pool deck area. Uh, but it's also some of the new things we've introduced recently on on Resilient Lady Persephone is one of our brand new shows. And what's great about that is we take our theater and we get rid of all the seats. It's an open floor concept. Uh, we've got dual reality that takes advantage of our, our kind of alley runway style theater. And so there's so many different things we can do with our theater, uh, with our entertainment uh, to create just something very, very unique. We were very, very passionate about these are events, these are entertainment shows that you will never see on land. These were specifically designed for Virgin Voyages. Now, Anthony, um, when you're on a, a royal ship, it's like, do I want to see diving or ice skating? <laughs> do I want to see drones? What do I want? Take us through. Well, uh, you've set me up perfectly. I would say I, I was going to... 
<laughs> I was well going to start with a with a did you know? Um, <laughs> and did you know <laughs> that Royal Caribbean actually runs one of the world's largest production studios uh, in the world? Um, it is based here in South Florida near our headquarters. Um, and we we have this environment where we create all of our shows from scratch um, and all of the entertainers. And we hire over 1,600 cast members, 600 musicians. They all come together in this production studio to learn the different shows uh, that they perform. And these are, are multi-purpose actors and, and performers, I'll say, because we are bringing folks in that are former Olympians, uh, work in Broadway, and they have to be really good at a lot of different things because they may be uh, doing the uh, original production of Saturday Night Fever one night and then going off and doing an original production the next night. And then we have uh, an aerial show uh, where you'll see a lot of those same performers. So they are really multi-talented individuals. Um, and we're the only cruise line to offer entertainment across four stages. And so what I mean by that is you have air. So we talked about aerialist shows, um, ice with our ice skating shows um, that are absolutely incredible, water with our aqua theater, and then of course on stage with, uh, with original Broadway productions and performances and so on. Um, these are all done simultaneously, if you will, on one vacation. So whether it's on a three or four night cruise or a seven night or longer cruise, you're, if you're on an Oasis class or now an Icon class ship, um, you're going to experience um, all of these stages in one vacation. And, um, you know, one of those scenarios where how could I possibly do that? in a seven day vacation if I were going on land um, or even at all inclusive. And, and certainly not to bash those vacations because we all take those as alternatives. Um, but in terms of entertainment and in terms of something to do uh, around every corner, uh, these four stages enable us and allow us to do that uh, in a very, very big way. Uh, the technology that we have, so on our quantum class of ships, we have a, 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 I'll call it a theater. It's a multi-purpose uh, venue on the back of the ship and it's walls of glass. And at night, that wall of glass turns into a video screen. And then we have these robotic video screens that are part of the performances that we, that we have in that venue. And that's not a copy of something that you would see in Vegas or in, in New York City or anywhere like that. Those were created specifically um, by our entertainment team that's led by uh, the incredible Nick Weir. And those are created and curated specifically for our ships. You cannot find that technology or entertainment anywhere else in the world. So what I would say again to our travel advisors is when you're thinking about promoting a cruise option for your customer, whether they ask for it or not, cruising should always be put into the consideration because of the different options that a cruise op offers. Um, and really through listening to what they're asking for in a vacation, what their needs are, uh, you can typically match them up with the, the cruise vacation that ultimately becomes the, the vacation of choice, regardless of whether it's on a cruise or a land. So, um, 
a lot to unpack there, but it, it truly is an incredible uh, entertainment op opportunity on board Royal Caribbean. You both talked about special features of the ship. I know, John, you talked about the theater. Uh, Anthony, you've yep. talked about the, the, the glass wall becomes screen. Let's go back, John. What are the cool features of your ship? And, and Anthony, what are the cool features of your new ships that you want travel advisors to be aware of? You know, I, I think for us, it's it, it does start with that size of the ship and how we've designed it to be very intimate, right? So there's not a lot of large spaces on board the ship. So like I said, you can move throughout our lady ships and just you go from different venues and there's a unique vibe, there's a unique smell, there's a unique soundtrack to that. So I, I think that's something that's very... Uh, very unique to our ships of being more on that intimate side of things. But I think what what I would say underlined everything that makes us successful in the awards for winning that I think is just very a special feature for us. Isn't so much the hardware; it's it's the crew. Our crew, in our in my mind, is our secret sauce. They are they have been trained uh, to be engaging with our sailors. They're part of that experience. They're encouraged to be out and about and engage with our sailors they are an extension of that experience so you know outside of the adult only side of things and outside of the hardware side of it it is really our secret sauce is the software part of it uh and that's really really starts with our amazing crew on board our ships so anthony do you want to talk about uh, other features of the ship or talk about the crew whatever you think the travel advisors should hear yeah, I, I, I don't think we can drive that point home enough, John, and, and really thank yeah. you for bringing it up because without our crew on board delivering the products that we offer, there would be no product. Uh, all right. of the innovation, you know, all the money that we spend, all of the entertainment, everything that we bring on board, if, if there is not a crew member to deliver that experience to the guest, it's just not going to happen. Um, I'll tell you, we, we have the Bionic Bar on board. Um, some of our ships. And while it's fun to watch, there isn't that interaction with a human that not only can make your drink in a beautiful way, but then have have a human connection with. And, and that's truly the difference. And while that's that's really fun to watch and all, um, you know, without- They still go room, to a regular bar right after. That was good. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Oh, I got to try this once. I'm going to, I'm going to check it out. But then they move right along. You're right. You're right. So I guess it, now that, that I've got that stated and, and I, I, I just, you know, want to put that exclamation point to, to our crew, I, I guess I'll go off in a little bit of a different direction. And in terms of special features, while they may not be unique, on our ships, um, what I am really proud of is the inclusive nature of our vacations um, and really the catering to guests of all ability um, and disabilities, uh, whether it's mobility, hearing, visual, we have access for guests with all of those uh, types of disabilities. And those range from not only accessible staterooms with larger entry into the door, um, you know, no uh, easy roll in and roll out into the um, stateroom, into the, onto a balcony, uh, into the uh, restrooms. Um, but all of our pools have lifts and jacuzzis have lifts that, are, that make this accessible to those guests. Uh, and then of course our activities. So in the main theater and in, in really all of the public areas around the ship, uh, we have designated 
um, accessible areas for our guests. And it's not just tucked away in the back of the ship. These are, you know, front and center. We actually have elevators because our, our theaters are multiple levels and we have elevators that will uh, take our guests in wheelchairs and scooters um, down to the lower level so that they can be part of the action. Um, we also cater to any special diet, allergy requirements, uh, medical needs, if there's durable medical equipment that's needed, uh, those, are, those are items that we can procure for, for the guest. Um, and so that's on the, on the ship side of things. Uh, and what I'll say is for our travel advisors out there, um, to enable you or to help you sell um, to clients uh, in, in your demographic and, and sell to those clients that you are, uh, are serving, our DEI initiatives, again, both shipboard and shoreside, um, really proud of that. Um, we actually have a diversity page within our digital asset library on cruising power. Um, and that gives our travel advisors access to hundreds of images, video, B-roll, um, so that they can really promote and speak to the specific clientele uh, that they're focusing in on. So um, a little bit of a left turn there, but I, no, I no, wanted no. to be sure to highlight that. It's a good one because um, it's not often said enough about Royal Caribbean. But it is, uh, and DNA is used too often. It is part of the DNA of Virgin, the all the inclusiveness. So John, speak for a moment about it as well. So thank you, Anthony. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Anthony. That's an amazing point. Yeah. You know, look. I think when it comes to that in inclusivity side of things, you know, for us as a brand, it's been part of the DNA of Virgin from 50 years ago. I, I spoke on a panel not too long ago and about this topic and. You know, it goes back to Richard and as a teenager creating this environment um, in London. And to this day, it still resonates throughout the, the different Virgin companies uh, around the world. So I do think, you know, inclusivity is a big, big part. And we see it in our inclusivity scores, uh, the awards we're winning for inclusivity. So it, it, it's just, it's core. You know, people need to come on board, have the time of their life and... It, that's it. There's no anything else that you need to worry about. Like just come on and be yourself. And that's, that's really, really important. I think yep. that's a great note for us to end on, but uh, we do need to now give out some information, John, how can they get more information? For Virgin Voyages, really simple. It's going to firstmates.com. That is our portal. Uh, everything you need to know to do business with virginvoyages.com. Obviously, we have our award-winning Sea Academy training program linked there. But most importantly, when I think about people, it is our amazing sales team that is there to support you both in the field and also behind the scenes on our support side. We want to help you. We want to learn your business. Uh, but it starts with firstmates.com to find where you need to go, who you need to work with uh, from our amazing team throughout North America. Anthony, back when you were talking about all the restaurants, I thought, well, we're going to have to give out some information where they can actually look it up. So oh, all right. Well, get, I guess we do. They do right. And so very, very similar to, to John, um, you know, we I'll, I'll give you the two access points, um, cruisingpower.com, which is all three of our uh, brands within the Royal Caribbean group, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity and Silver Sea. Uh, you can access everything that you need to help sell our brands. Uh, you also can locate your sales manager through that uh, portal as well. 
additionally, loyaltyyouallways.com, that is Royal Caribbean International specific and um, uh, promotional marketing, uh, that's where the digital uh, asset library lives as well. And, you know, we are really proud of the fact that we have the largest sales force in the industry, uh, both physically uh, face to face. Uh, so everybody that's listening to this call right now or this, this video right now has access to a local strategic account manager and or a business development specialist, uh, which is part of my team based in the Miami office. Um, and we are here to serve you um, with all of your, your sales needs, uh, support needs. We're here for you 100%. But you both forgot one more place. The, pan the This panel, it goes, you go right to your booth. And so <laughs> that's very point. true. Yes. Right. So, so, so immediately stop watching this video, go to the booth and have these in your back pocket so you can visit the right. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Very informative. A lot of fun. Alan, Thanks, thank Alan. you. We appreciate it, John. Always good seeing you, man. We'll talk Always to you Always a pleasure, soon. Anthony. All Cheers. Right. And this, and this is care. Alan Fine for uh, virtual road shows and insider travel report.